Hold up. Okay. That's okay. the best part. <laughs> the comment on this song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro. <laughs> We're back. We are back, guys. Oh, very nice. Very nice music uh, fade out there. I like that. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the last episode of No Fucking ZD. I know. We've it's... been working on this episode for so long. Yeah, this is uh, two weeks in the making. We just recorded 60 seconds per day, basically. And um, we have a 14-minute episode. Yeah. And that's it. So here it is. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, guys. It's season two, episode eight. We're talking about full leather jackets. Well, we, we, are... owe, we owe an explanation. As we say, yeah. Um, we are... Uh... Trying to just like squeeze on by here and be like, oh, no, this is a regular podcast. What? Like, yeah, no, we just missed two weeks. It it's didn't, fine. Didn't, well, we missed one week. We missed two weeks. This is we're we're. I think we missed two weeks. Yeah, time is flying though. The older I get, you know, yeah, we missed two weeks. Yeah, all two all weeks. these years, <laughs> all these years. I'm um, belt. We do apologize. It's uh, we appreciate everyone being patient with us. We know that you're all being you know, very patient, just sitting at home waiting. Um, but <laughs> we just scheduling has been tough when there's you know. Well, we got first of all, we got snowed in. That yeah. was like the really big thing. We yeah. got snowed in. The largest snowstorm in in New York City history, I'm told. During our during true. our lives, at least, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Like since like 1888 or something. Yeah, or at least this this year. Yeah, at yeah. least this definitely the biggest this year. And then it was gone in like yeah, a I fucking know. week. I know. It's like it felt like it was like summertime today. I know, and we had gone. to deal with the fallout of that. Right. My vocal cords were a little off, so yeah. that's why we had to wait the additional week. Yeah, uh, yeah but the, the snowstorm totally fucked us, and then just work and life and scheduling and all this other stuff in between. It was, uh, that that really we should have worked a lot that day and we couldn't and yeah, then it most, the following two weeks just didn't really work. Yeah, it all kind of amounted to a text message that I wrote that just said, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, but yeah, we do apologize. We said we weren't going to miss anymore. Season two has been trying so far. There's been a lot of stuff just that seems like, it seems like the universe... Uh, Look, we'll squeeze these things out when we're good and ready. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Season two, episode nine will be out this time next year, hopefully. Look, our, like we're 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 tenured, salaried podcasters. Mm-hmm. We can do what the fuck we want mm-hmm. at the UFP, the University of Podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we are tenured. Um, we are here today, though, so that's that's the silver lining here. If for we're those all of you at home. We are, we're gathered here today, we are gathered here today to talk about uh, the episode of The Sopranos called "Full Leather Jackets." One of the best, uh, a very classic, quotable episode for sure. The jacket, yeah. I, I, uh, uh, everyone knows that, of course. And then, of course, there's uh, the big scene at the end there with Christopher. Uh, taking a couple hits to the stomach in the form of gunshots. Oh, yeah, when he goes, I'll suck your cock! <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a short episode, not the meatiest episode, I would say. There's not a lot of uh, thematic elements going on. There is, there I think isn't. there are. There, uh, there are. It's not, um, but some episodes, there's a, there's a lot more going on, I think. This is like I a think lot that's of... true. Like We've had a couple of episodes lately where we were like, holy shit, like, yeah. we didn't even talk about everything, and we filled up like right. what, what seemed like eight or nine hours, but was actually four. 49 and a half minutes or right so. <laughs> i know i couldn't believe it when we piece it all together um but yeah it's not uh it's it's uh, another one of those moving the pieces episode because really it's like right. setting up the next like three to four episodes which in will which then set nothing up. happens yeah that's it there's just a lot of uh there's... tony sitting around watching the history channel and not much more you know? yeah well and chrissy being in the hospital <laughs> right yeah and like lots of al green just a lot of it's <laughs> basically that's it. true actually or uh, otis redding mean or uh, otis both al, all of them yeah all of them can they can all hang you know yeah. what i mean um well okay so i'll just get it started right off the bat yeah let's do it let's talk richie okay 
Um, Richie's getting a little better. He's a captain now. We find out. Right. Yeah. Okay. And this sort of ha- this is one of those one of those trademark genius mm-hmm. chase time to time <laughs> jumps. Right. Yeah. He loves time passing by. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. We. I thought that's. I was confused about that because we don't ever see him become captain. No, but real, I think that's right. meant to also tell us, like, okay, well, it's been a few months since we've checked in. Right. Janice has a new hairdo. Right, right. Um, and she is, as of last episode, officially Janice again, so. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, and she is hot. Well, yeah, her hair does look great, the new hairdo. Yeah, it does. But she looks like. A couple months did her really well, actually. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, good. I guess you should go say hello. All right, I will. Um. So, uh, we have yeah. Richie, uh, trying to ingratiate himself with Tony a little bit. And he's doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. He's a captain. He's doing a good job. He's kind of like, you know, and this is one of those classic, uh, things that people get themselves into with Tony, which is where like, he's pushing them to be a certain way, then mm-hmm. they're a certain way. Mm-hmm. And he's upset because they were able to better themselves. Yeah, he definitely when um, when Richie's talking about like putting things in the past and trying to move on from that, and uh, when he's like giving after after he's given him the jackets, you can see there's a look in Tony's face where he's just like, "This is complete bullshit," and and hates the fact that, you know, Richie Aprile, big bad Richie Aprile, this asshole, the is, most like, dysfunctional be, dude on the planet, yeah, like, by a long shot, is somehow trying to be functional, whereas Tony yeah. kind of can't. That's another kind of maybe happy wanderer uh, connection there a little bit. Right, that's the thing because it seems like he's chilled out a lot. Like I love how he acts. Mm-hmm. Like around Tony, um, and and also, I mean, the 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 thing that that really jumps out to me is you know he's got this thing he's got this thing about the fucking ramp. Mm-hmm. There's like some vocab in this episode that just cracks me up, like ramp. Yep, ramp, <laughs> ramp. The the hand movement he does with it too. R- that kind of like ramp. circular. The words ramp and jacket have never been used so much. Yeah. on on a on a premium cable network. <laughs> 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 on, on lesser shows, they say it all the time. Shows, They're yeah, always exactly. talking about jackets and ramps. But for, they, for strange, I don't know why. One episode about jackets. Yeah, the jacket. That's another just classic Sopranos thing. You know, they'll they'll bring up one item of clothing per episode, <laughs> say it a bunch of times, <laughs> and, uh, and turn it into a classic uh, quote. Um, but yes, Tony certainly does hate the fact that Richie's even trying to be nice. Well, and he's doing a good job. The thing I was going to bring up was he, at dinner. Mm. At, at Richie and 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 Janice come to dinner and. Richie is like so civil and he's like really at ease, you know. Mm-hmm. He he has made, you know, obviously was rehabilitated, you know. Right. That's, that's like how I feel. I think that he's really made the transition back into uh, I don't want to say civilian life, but like mm. non-jail life, you know. Yeah, I guess he's that's not true. acting like quite so much of a psycho is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's definitely um I mean, like a lot of people in this episode, and by a lot I mean basically three or four others. Um he's of the trying cast to, yeah, <laughs> he, he's trying to that's get a, himself that, That's a skyrocketing proportion. <laughs> that's so right. I'll, I'll accept that. He's uh he's trying to get himself ahead a little bit. Uh I think that he looks at the whole ramp assignment as kind of like, you know, petty work, almost like Matt and Sean where they're just kind of like what are we doing? We're picking up fish. We're just dropping dropping stuff off. Like, oh shit, Matt and Sean. Uh, we have friends named Matt and Sean. I thought you we were do. talking to them. Yes, I'm like, talking just about bringing that. up beef that we have with our friends on the podcast. I like, hate so totally our friends. It. It's just like Matt and Sean. I'm just <laughs> telling them all the time. Um, I'm always telling them to build ramps and to wear jackets, and they just won't do it. But but like like Matt and Sean, he's trying to. He's looking at like I think he looks at the ram thing as kind of like what the fuck is this? Like this petty work that I have to do for this guy Beansy, who I don't even give a shit about. And I think that's like part yeah. of the reason he brings the jacket over to Tony. You know what I mean? It's well, like but but don't let's not forget 
he's trying not to live in the past. Mm, that too. I, I think the ramp is forcing him to dwell a little bit because maybe even he realizes that that was a little fucked up. Right. You know that's, what I that's, mean? Actually, I hadn't thought of that at all, but that's a really great point, actually. Yeah, he's... I'm going to win this episode. Okay. You won last episode. I'm going to fucking win this episode. Great, okay. yes. We do have Rachel Maddow here asking us these questions. I've, and... I've fucking had it with you. Right. And I'm the progressive podcaster, okay? <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um... um we're trying to get Donald Trump on here, by the way. Mm, we think I it'll it. we think it'll help his campaign. Um, we're looking into it. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. He would make our head spin, I think. I think this podcast would be so good. That's it. I just think it'd be so good. Um, so Richie is, uh, yeah, he he because I think because of the ramp, because he just looks at this as petty, dumb work. He's kind of thinking like, you know, he's being smart and smooth about it. Like I'll bring Tony this jacket and kind of suck up to him a little bit. And uh, it's not yeah, good call. You know, because I, I mean, clearly he had it in his possession. Yeah, what was it? It was like in his crate at the prison, probably. I right? guess so. Like it was like uh, that yeah. jacket, weird oversized shirts that <laughs> look like they should be sweatshirts but have short sleeves. Yeah, even that jacket is very it's huge so and so it's ugly. Not, it's, yeah, it's not a beautiful jacket as all. He, he says he could say. carry it off with the belt, which is like total bullshit. Yeah, this guy's no. five eight. Yeah, tops, you know what I mean. <laughs> like it's the it's a but th that's my favorite thing is that it's the most ridiculous looking jacket. Yeah. It just shows, like, I, I just love that we're so. Uh, like in the moment with the with with the characters that mm -hmm. like Richie comes I mean and they look ridiculous a lot of the time like Carmela dresses like a crazy person mm -hmm. the shit that Tony wears like I don't know where to buy that you know <laughs> but but the, yeah eBay yeah, exactly but then yeah but then. Richie comes over with this jacket, and you're like, "That's a fucking ridiculous looking yeah. jacket." You know, like <laughs> it out has of to everybody. Look pretty bad, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's like, yeah, and it looks ridiculous on Tony and uh, on uh, James Gandolfini, and uh, it looks like Telly Savalas or something. Who's like, that? It's uh, he's uh, oh, what was that 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 TV detective's name? He was bald, and mm. he had that t that intro. Um, Kolchak, the Night Soccer, or no? It, <laughs> I, we're not naming pornos here. Okay. Um, Kojak. Kojak. Okay. Wait, yeah. What did I say? Kolchak, the night. Or no, never. I'm thinking of someone else entirely now. Yeah. Okay. The night Kojak. Stalker. Kojak. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot why. I oh, yeah. It looks like Kojak. Okay. The <laughs> we are okay, glad that's we it could for bring the first that half. <laughs> <laughs> good pod. Real good yeah, pod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, the jacket does look utterly ridiculous. Um, Tony, of course, in uh, another nice classic Sopranos twist, uh, gives get, he does end up giving the jacket to his, uh, his Polish maid's husband. Who's who a taxi driver? Who's a taxi driver? <laughs> and I, I, I really like that in this episode, uh, we are not necessarily for the first time, mm -hmm. but we are introduced to characters that are going to be kind of significant later on. Mm -hmm. So, like for example, Vito, we meet Vito and his cousin Sal. His right? cousin Sal, yeah, who yeah. has his head caved in right. later on by Mustang Sally. Right. Okay, maybe his name's not Sal. Then I was thinking Mustang. I can't Sally. remember. But again, we don't do any kind of research or pre-production <laughs> no but that's oh, part God. of that lends to the authenticity of the podcast that's right that's yeah really that's right yeah but um thank you yeah you're welcome um but <laughs> but uh yeah so there's that and then there's also um there's also stasio oh yes stasio yes stasio who will come up uh at least in the season three premiere he's in that i for know sure. for sure yeah um, yeah, I, for I forgot about, and also I guess uh, Vito's cousins in season three as well, with the because um, that's when when Bobby's dad comes back. Another character that like you meet real quick. That's when he gets his head caved in. I'm pretty sure around that time. That's why Bobby's that, dad comes back. That is that all. episode yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But another, right. I always I, again, I've I brought this up before on here, but you know, 
people used to always complain about like how they would just drop in new characters out of nowhere and like you're supposed yeah. to care about them. But like you kind of forget about this little cameo this guy makes. He will be back right. and get beat up and like you know. So it's not like one of the one I of the more of. epic yeah. death scenes. Yeah, yeah. In of all time. Right, the Bobby <laughs> Senior. Yes, well, which we'll, well, Bobby Senior. Bob, well, I was talking about this golf club thing where yeah. his final line does is, he die? Or I know he's oh in no, he's a vegetable. Yeah, fucking he's... fucking retard. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they say. Uh, it's so brutal. Not our words. That's from the show directly. No, I'm reading from a script. Yes, as always. Um, okay, um, so full yeah. leather jacket. Full leather jacket. Show. Um, Can we talk about Tony's reaction when he tries on the jacket? Yes, like, please. That 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 should have afforded him an Emmy like, yeah, right I off know. the bat. Like how he kind of like puts it on and like kind of smells it yeah it's like yeah, it's good it's good it's, uh, okay <laughs> like he's so repelled by it's this jacket hysterical. he hates it i would also like to point out junior in that scene in the background there just dropping in with the most depressing shit whenever yeah, he yeah. can he, he later, later died of alzheimer's, alzheimer's. <laughs> such a junior moment um and i like their whole uh dvd scam i guess as well they're talking about the mummy of there but there's there's no uh or there is subtitles but not time code or something like no, that no, time code time code bullshit like <laughs> the nigerians will sell you and as an as a, someone who works in tv time code is just a, a nightmare all the time um and that's something right. i just look at way too much but uh that, that's another scene you know richie totally sucking up to to both tony and junior there the tony with yeah. the jacket he's in the backyard he's like patting junior's stomach in this weird total like brown nosy way and also it seems like tell me if i'm wrong tell me if this is crazy because mm -hmm. i'll quit the podcast okay. right now <laughs> well a lot of riding on this <laughs> yeah, time exactly. yeah um it seems like Junior and Tony are actually working together pretty well. Like, yeah. like Tony's saying some things about about this ramp, and Junior's kind of backing him up in like a subtle way because mm -hmm. he knows that Richie actually re uh, respects him a lot more than Tony. Right. Yeah. Junior drops in that line is like terrible thing that happened to that kid, but like right. he must know that which right, which assume. convinces Richie to do it. It seems. Oh, true. Richie pauses and he's like, "All right, anyways." I guess that's true, actually. That's when he brings out the jacket. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. The jacket. He will definitely, uh, he'll definitely align himself with Junior later in the season when he thinks he can get what he wants. I guess this this he'll is Richie kind of, like, lying in wait a little bit, like, you know, just, like, take, counting his I, blessings. I, I don't know like, if he's planning on it. I think he's he's believing it. He's, he's, feels, yeah. He feels comfortable, I think. Well, he's definitely, he has his problems still that he's still mad about. He's still, like, complaining about Christopher, which is what gives Matt and Sean the idea to pull this off. And I, he's definitely mad about the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not exactly pull it off. Um, I think that he does still have his 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 grievances, mm -hmm. and of course, like with Janice at home, whispering in his ear, like you're not making enough. Tony's not giving you enough. I'm sure. I'm sure that Richie's still to some extent feeling like what's his next move. But for now, he's captain. He's gonna suck up to the boss a little bit, and hopefully moves up that way. You know, because it seems to be working. Yeah, I mean, this whole this episode kind of has three stories about people trying to get ahead in a way. It's like Richie trying to get ahead, Matt and Sean trying and failing to get ahead, and then Carmela hoping that that Meadow I think will also get ahead. And and Richie, like Fielder? I said, Fielder. You mean Fielder? I do, right. Sorry, of course, Fielder. <laughs> Fielder Soprano. Um, but Richie, like I said, like he's being kind of smart about it. He knows, right, like, right, let me right. suck up. I'll give him the jacket. He shows up to. Uh, to the house with some kind of weird pastry later that's it's tripe and tomatoes it's good oh is that what that is yeah okay i wasn't i i don't i, I listen i'm an irish guy from boston like tripe and tomatoes <laughs> uh, tripe is intestine correct it's stomach lining stomach Dick. lining okay all right whatever please just because you taught the world how to eat <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah he's you, you taught the world how to drink i did <laughs> i did indeed yeah 
Um, but he is, yeah, trying to move up that way, the smart way, the patient way. Right, you know, right, right, right. Something right. that uh, Carmela understands. We'll talk about her going to uh, to Jeannie's twin sister. Um, something that Matt and Sean don't understand. That's kind of what. How to apply for college. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, they went to college. They went to Pace College, actually, or at least uh, Sean did. <laughs> well, if they had leaned on someone to give them a fucking recommendation, maybe they would have done a little right. bit Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's all about who you know, as they say. Well, so I, I think that Richie basically is, I mean, I, I don't think that we should we should put too much, too fine of a point on, what does that saying even mean? Does that mean like like bring a cadence to what we're talking about? Yeah. I don't want to put too fine of a point on it yet, mm-hmm. because... Uh, we've got some things to talk about regarding Richie mm-hmm. vis-a-vis what happens to Chris. Yes. So, th- like, you know, but sufficeth to say, Richie starts out the episode riding high. He's doing mm-hmm. well. He's assimilated. Things seem to be in kind of equilibrium. Um, he's calling Livia Ma. Oh, God, yeah. Which is kind of like, well, how do you interpret that? Or does he know that they're gonna, they're gonna, that he's gonna pop the question or some shit? Um, I think maybe, I mean, I don't know. I think it's also, it's a way for him to kind of, you know, get Tony's backing and, and have an excuse a little bit. Like when mm-hmm. Paulie and Sylvia were sitting him down, they're like, well, what the fuck you, you tore up Beansy's house and didn't really put stuff back together. And he just kind of says, oh, I, I had to bring the construction guys to Livia's house because, yeah. you know, that's your boss's mom, by the way. Like, it's a nice little, like... It's not a bad thing to get in the family yeah, when you're he's, part he's, of the he, family. He's, he's you know? playing. He's he's putting his back into it. And yeah. I have to say, like... <laughs> he's putting a lot more into it than that. Let's tell you <laughs> he's that. He's putting his wiener into the family. <laughs> well, you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I bet he, like... Like, we know in the future that he wears a shirt while he has sex. Right. But wears, nothing else. Like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah, just like a marinaris. <laughs> he wears a red t-shirt, and his hand is just caught in a bucket of honey. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's... He has a pistol in the other hand. Yeah, he does wear that marinara stained tank top. (laughs) There's just spaghetti all over him. Dude. (laughs) All right, come on. Um, Come on, with the, Italian Ameri- with the Italian-American stereotypes. You're right. <laughs> Jesus Sorry. Christ. Sorry. <laughs> well, okay, so uh, he and he and Janice are doing pretty well. I do love... I, I they're do, hot and heavy. They're, they are hot and heavy. I do love that... Um, I, I do love that scene where he shows up for dinner, and uh, Carmela has that fantastic line about... Or Tony's just like, I want to keep him where I can see him. And Carmela's like, well, that's what we, what we mean when we say family. That is one of the best lines. It's great. That that was like, you knew, I feel like as soon as they filmed that, they were like, that's going in the trailer. That's the last line of this season's trailer. You yeah. know, like, I, I don't remember what the trailer was for season two, but like, that's such that's a great like promo line. That's like the whole fucking series. It's like, yeah. hey, I want him where I can see him. That's what we mean when yeah. we say family. I feel like that might have been written specifically for a trailer. Now that I think of it, it's right? Like, it's, it's like just, too it's perfect. perfect. That and like the college uh, Meadow asking him about being in the mafia in the car scene, or like the two <laughs> like the mafia? trailer. Do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you in the ma- <laughs> the, ma- the mafia? Um, oh my god! But what about what about season three, episode one? Genie Kuzumano talking to the 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 FBI fake tree guys. Oh my god! And she's like, she's like, well, you know, they're in the. Ma- they're uh, they're in the they're they're special. That's they're, all. Uh, she has a great. We'll talk more about Carmela, but she's great as as two characters Yo, in, this, in this episode. Is that one actress playing both of the twins? Yes, they did the classic. Uh, from what I can tell, they did the classic split screen pan thing. and scan. Right. Yes, the pan. And, this is it's been adapted to fit your television <laughs> screen. Now they they do like a split screen type thing where they basically they lock off a shot shoot it once with her as one character shoot it once they as her as the other they lock it up they lock it up and then you just basically like you can you can just like kind of like 
crop one image to put over the other so that they line up perfectly. That's like how that. they did it before computers. Exactly. Yeah. Before uh, George Lucas invented Photoshop, <laughs> which is sort of true. I I'm thought not... it was all Microsoft Word art. <laughs> uh, it's it's a, yeah, it's a paint. It's dot .bmp. Yeah, everything really, everything in the Sopranos really should look like an announcement in a YMCA locker room. Right. You know I, mean? I do like that they use Comic Sans as the title font in the uh, in the credits. It's it's just yeah, exactly. very of its time. The, the 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 opening sequence was pretty incredible in this episode. I did way, actually but. write one of my first notes. I think for this episode was drive safely. I just wrote that down for some reason because he passes by that in the credits. Every all my notes actually start with good credit sequence. <laughs> like every single. What do you think, do you think drive safely even means, bro? I know it could mean a lot of things. I, is he dreaming? We don't know. Um. So we have, of course, there's more Richie to talk about as far as the whole Matt and Sean stuff to, coming up. But um, we should take a little break here, I yeah, think. for sure. Um, we'll yeah, definitely, bro. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back. We'll talk uh, Carmela, Meadow, and, uh, and college acceptance letters and high school transcripts. You know it, bro. And pies. And then we'll talk about uh, Matt and Sean hanging up in the club. Bevel Aqua, drink water. Drink water. Back to drink water. We'll be right back. This is no fucking TV. You're in the zone. Great song. Actually, really, actually love that song. Yeah, <laughs> it's stuck in my head all day now. We're gonna like listen to that instead of doing the podcast from here on in. Yeah, well, we'll comment on it a little bit. Up in the club. <laughs> all right. So, um, um, so Richie sucking up to Tony in, in the first half of this podcast. Uh, Carmela sucking up to Joan. I guess it's not Cusimano, but Joan uh, Genie's sister. Joan something. Joan something. It's um, actually Joan O'Connell, I believe. Um, <laughs> just not just. Just turn on my phone. Bro, real quick and just knew that. Bro, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, let's let's look at the larger picture here. Yeah, Madone, Berkeley, <laughs> right? Uh, so Meadow wants to go to Berkeley to get the fuck away from her parents, which They're... is natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't want to go to Pace College. <laughs> no, she does not. She does not. <laughs> um, they. Certainly don't want her to leave. I think Tony has a real problem with people leaving New Jersey, I think. And I think it's really weird oh, for him yeah, to think of his daughter doing that. Yeah, yeah, especially li- or like leaving the East Coast at all. Yeah, you know? the California bullshit. <sighs> I love the California bullshit. You know all about it. Yeah. I know all about <laughs> California bullshit. Yeah, but he does. He, they, they don't want her to leave for, I guess, a bunch of different reasons, really. For one, it's leaving New Jersey, leaving them behind. I it's think. too far away. In California, they're all hippies and mm-hmm. fudge packers, yes. <laughs> according to Tony. According to Tony. That's Nobel like, Prize for again. what? Back in fudge. <laughs> we are indeed quoting the show there, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they don't want her to leave. I, you know, we've talked a little bit about just kind of people wanting to confirm their own worldviews on this show. And, right, right, and, right. you know, just like Tony kind of looks at Richie trying to change and and shut all these doors and open new ones. Carmela certainly doesn't like the idea of Meadow leaving them behind. And, for and, sure, for and sure. And becoming more educated. I I, I don't know. There's, uh, I think, a lot of weird, immature, passive-aggressive stuff going on there. There is, the because it's like, you know, people have a tendency to, when they've made mistakes in their life, 
um, I think they have a tendency to give people the same advice, mm-hmm. like to do the same shit that they did. Pretty much, yeah. I think that's very common. Yeah, and also, you know, yeah, it, it does just confirm for them that like oh what i'm doing is the right thing like i stayed in jersey and then just like yeah. followed this path and did like what i thought i was supposed to do it's it's hard for people like that to like imagine oh there's other paths that people could take and dude yeah completely. and meadow can and, and really should have probably gone to uh, uc berkeley but we know in the future that does not happen spoiler alert <laughs> i know everyone's at home waiting to find out what college meadow <laughs> yeah, exactly that's like that's the big cliffhanger <laughs> it's here of huge two. Yeah. <laughs> christopher's in the hospital but then they pan out into the hallway and she's like trying to fill out her last application yeah and, and she's like dying to know she's like looking at the uc berkeley website <laughs> like trying to th- see like what all the women's studies majors are <laughs> you know stuff like that um the old geocities uc berkeley website yeah, geocities.com slash yeah. ucb um, but Carmela, so she wants her to go stay on the East Coast for sure and go to like a more, you know, in her mind, prestigious school like Georgetown or, uh, well, cause she, let's face it, she doesn't know shit about this. No, I, not I think at all. that that's the main theme here. I don't believe Carmela, like Tony did a semester of college, right? Did Carmela do any? Did we ever find that out? I forget. I, I don't think she went to college. Did she? Yeah, well, we the... find out when she is having dinner with that guy, uh, right. from Columbia. Mm-hmm. And he, she went to Montclair State. That's right. right. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, okay. And what did All she right. study? Pack and fudge. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be amazing if they did a flashback of her just covered in fudge, and she's like, "Oh, long day at the packing factory." Yeah, I can't believe I have to get all of this into one box. <laughs> That's it for uh, me, folks. You've been great. Yeah, end of the pie. That's it. We've talked about everything. We've made all the good jokes. That's all we have to say about the final episode of The Sopranos. Um, Carmela is a, a bit of a gangster in this episode, though. She's uh, clearly can she's can go toe to toe with the best of them. It seems. Well, and yeah, and we're seeing her the side way. of her. Have we seen this side of her where she kind of like puts the arm on people before? Um, not necessarily like this. We've seen her no. make food for Father and Tintola. Yes. Well, yeah, I guess uh, that kind of. We've seen her. Um, we've talked a bunch about hiding the jewelry and then all that stuff. I mean, well, yeah. we know so that she knows what's board. up. Yeah, yeah, she knows what's well, up. Well, you know what? It's We did see her when they um, are trying to get Livia out of the nursing home. She And Tony's kind of waiting outside to put oh, all the guns yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. She takes she takes her to lunch. Yeah. So we've, we've seen little glimpses of stuff like that. And I'm sure there's I'm sure there's stuff we're forgetting because we always do. Yeah. Um, but What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but nothing like this. No. This is she, you know has that moment with Joan where she shows up with the pie and, yeah. and Joan says, are you intimidating me? And Carmela just has that like incredible reaction. Intimid- what? Intimidating? What are you talking about? You know, um, it's certainly, it's definitely the most gangster we've ever seen her. Yeah, for sure. And she just laughs and she just, mm-hmm. she's really, she's kind of a pro mm-hmm. dude. I got to tell you, she's, she's pro a huge pro. She's a, she's mad pro. And yeah. she really is good at kind of doing that double speak where she's like, she's like, I want you to do it. Yeah. And then she's like, are you trying to intimidate me? She's like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I'm just, and, and she does the same thing that she did when she was manipulating Livia um, and uh, trying to get her to go to, go to lunch that one day. Right, yeah. When she's like, and she says, I'm just asking you to give my little daughter a recommendation to Georgetown, right, you know? know, and she just like puts on the cutesy shit and she just like, she does the dance so well. I know. And it's really, it's like, it makes my, my, my leg hairs stand up on end. <laughs> Both of your leg hairs <laughs> are just standing Both of my straight leg hairs, up. Bro. And they're really long pointy hairs. I have to say. Yeah, exactly. If you've never seen Evan, he has just two hairs on his leg, one leg. <laughs> 
and they're very long. They're like it's like it's like old school computer rendering. They're right. like round and like it, yeah, like and jagged pointy. kind of yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, just pixels. Um, she yeah she. It, it, this is the most gangster we've seen her. Jeannie Cusimano is terrified of her, like absolutely terrified of Carmela. Oh my god! And she's and 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 then we get a little taste of Jeannie Cusimano's like childhood vibes when Joan mm, says to her, I know. "Do you want to be a doormat your whole life?" I know. I what know. a thing to say. That's the. Uh, I mean, but it's it's it just fits into the show so well. You know, know. Everyone... we just get like, well, Jeannie Cusimano hasn't had a perfect life either. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? uh, Carmela also. She throws away the uh, initial letter from Berkeley about the the high school thing. Right, she does, and it's that's that I feel like is like too hardcore for her because right. she feels guilty and yeah. she ends up taking it out. Right, she does, yeah. And but and Meadow knows, and it's you know it's a little it, it's way too far. It's definitely way too far, and it's you know it's the second time in in a couple episodes we had the episode a few weeks ago where Meadow ends up getting a solo at the end of their uh, their their vaudeville performance or whatever it is because mm-hmm. Eric Scatino storms out because of Tony. You know, this, this thing that happened behind the scenes ended up... Yeah, Eric Scatino was on the rag big time. Big time yes. <laughs> but this, this thing that happened behind the scenes that she's almost not even aware of ended up, like, greatly benefiting her in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah, and then she and, was aware of it. <laughs> yeah, true. But, well, yes, that's true, I guess, yeah. Um, but we kind of have that again here where her parents are stepping in and, uh, you know, Carmela at the end of the story is, is telling Meadow, like, you know what, you're on your own. You can right. do this on your own. But we know that Carmela has actually, like, played a huge hand in what's going on with, with Meadow's college application process. Totally. Um, totally. So I just thought that was interesting. It's, it's once again these kind of behind-the-scenes things. And it also it comes back to Tony in a lot of ways, too, because Jeannie's scared of Carmela because of what Tony does, you know? Right. And, and, and Carmela knows that, and she totally plays into it. But also, like, at the beginning when she's talking to Jeannie about the college thing she's like she's like kind of like this yeah she wants to go to berkeley lol right it's weird you know like (laughs) and you're sitting there you're like ah you're not a normal person stop talking to her and like genie's just clearly scared to death you know and like was trying to like back away and like listen to you whack in you know (laughs) like she's like she's so she's she's like the most basic bitch of the whole i know show. you gotta feel sort of bad for her a little bit though i know she uh you know when joan Joan tells her that she can't write the letter because she's already written written for this poor Dominican boy. I, I do like that. He a, just piles it on. I know, and, and he has a five point two average, which yeah. like I feel like someone should have done a little research before they wrote that. Yeah, I didn't you, understand that either. Yeah, I thought four point was the best you could do. No, but. you can get higher if you're in like weighted classes, like um, or you used to be able to when I was in high school, like if you took AP or honors shit. Mm. So people could have like a four point five or like a five point I did not. But know. a five point two is like completely. Not not real yeah, well who knows who knows what school let us know tweet at us if you got a 5.2 average and you're a young dominican boy from the project yeah with... and w- in which case you should really just take over the podcast because yeah exactly much smarter than you we have are. a lot more to say than we do <laughs> yeah. um but it does you know carmela's tactics do ultimately work you know in her own way she she does she can't really kill anybody like Tony can or really hurt anybody like Tony can, but... But she can sort of pretend that she can. Well, yeah, I mean... That's almost like what I feel is going on there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because she's that... just like, I want you to do it. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really need to say much. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if she would know how to push a button on Joan, whatever the fuck, but... Push a button as in uh, how to intimidate her beyond 
how to pie. how to how to oh, whack how to, her, how to whack whack her, her off yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> like, you know yeah she does Carmela when she's talking to Tony about this at the beginning of the story she's talking about beginning of the episode beginning of the story within this episode I'm watching my stories uh, yeah. man <laughs> <laughs> well they are anyway um she does mention you know it's who you know in a way and kind of complaining like oh we don't know anyone we don't know anyone but like right but they all know who Tony is which I think is just kind of the interesting little twist on that's that a, that's a good point because someone like Tony is going to repel people like mm -hmm. these, repel these... and scare and 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 yeah, and yeah. well it, it certainly did make it easier for Carmela to manipulate Joan that's for sure big time yeah um she knew who who she knew and it well and, worked and out. one thing that I loved about that whole exchange is that um by the time I mean basically at, at one point um Jeannie sort of like gets heavy on her sister and she's like spare me the elitist bullshit yeah they're my neighbors you know <laughs> like just trying to make it sound like it's all good it's right. all the same but like she's like just another person in a long line of people defending them you know what i mean right because she's scared because she's totally scared but then also yeah i guess in a way you're right it's kind of like uh I'm I'm such a broken record about this at this point, but just the how people love to be close enough to the mafia, but not right. you know. Suddenly, well, Jeannie feels like, wait a minute, I have like I can go to Carmela and like fuck you up if I want. Like I have Carmela on my <laughs> side; she's my neighbor. Like you know, like I don't think that like I mean I think that you're right completely, but I thank I, you. I, I That's still... it. And that stop there. <laughs> That's all you have to say. I'm gonna win this episode. Okay. okay? Yeah, all right, you're right. Um, I do really think that uh, she's. Totally scared to death of Carmela like, the whole time, and that this whole thing where she's like she gets heavy on her sister is like it, it's it's a um, like a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. You know, she she digs deep because she like knows she needs this to happen because she doesn't want to fucking deal with it anymore. Yeah, you I guess that's I mean? true. Yeah, it's like criminals on the Georgetown campus. Yeah. You know, like that's like okay. So let's move on. Uh, we we should really get to Matt and Sean because uh, they they I didn't want to. They suck. Yeah. It's such a boring storyline. I mean, nothing happens no, in that storyline at all. Let's, uh, just to set it up, we'll back it up here a little bit. I mean, the the beginning of the episode finds them with Christopher, actually, working pretty closely with him, doing all these little cat and, burglaries. And it's a nice little cut because AJ is saying that he wants to go to college, and, and, and Tony gives him this trope where mm -hmm. he's got to crack the books, which yeah. is bullshit. And it immediately cuts to them cracking the safe. Right? Cracking the safe, exactly. Yeah. Um, which uh, is also pretty petty and and you know they uh feel is below them a little bit which you know if they if yeah they, they don't get it i mean they don't realize that guys like pussy started off chip and safe yeah it just like flies over their head that they they don't understand that this is just i mean sean actually kind of does he does at one point say we're just getting started and, and relax but then he also is an idiot um but <laughs> yeah even the smart things he says yeah I, yeah then he goes back on them totally but it starts i mean they're getting along with christopher christopher's actually being nice to them and like kind of being a mentor to them in a way like you know telling them he, about he pussy likes and, them i totally agree yeah, yeah well he you know he thinks whatever of them i mean you, you could see that if they stayed loyal to him for a little while and you know in another t like kind of timeline and he just becomes captain and they become his his crew like yeah, why, yeah, why yeah. wouldn't that work out you know yeah no exactly because they're psychos and they like him but like they're i think they're dumber than even christopher thinks they are and, and they're younger and they're younger and yeah. they are yeah feeling aggressive and hot-headed and 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 wanting a lot more wanting to get ahead and a little more in life than they actually are well and it just comes i mean we see this time and time again with the younger generation in uh in Sopranos, in mm -hmm. this television show, mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. program. Television, yeah, it's a universe. It's a television universe. It's a television universe. Right. 
uh, the young people just wanting to kind of zoom forward and get ahead like really really quickly right they want to step up and and yeah know. they want to step up and they, they want to do like the fast acting you know right and and it's it doesn't really work out for any of them no uh i mean i guess except for christopher but also like who's to say i wonder if christopher christopher never did anything though that where like he kind of jumped because I, because all of these other guys are misinterpreting things and being like oh i got to move against people right in the family right so that people know how hard i am right but christopher never misinterprets that shit i guess not and i guess you could also say him getting shot at the end of this episode maybe speeds up that process a little bit right because it's kind of like this is like a major paying your dues moment oh <laughs> i couldn't know? i couldn't agree more and also he says it when actually when he finds out that he's being made right or no no, no. he finds out that tony's like putting his name in for consideration mm-hmm um, he says, he says, I think I fucking earned it and got no spleen, Gene. Right, you right, know? right, right. So, I, I, yeah, I totally forgot about that, that this is one of those moments that solidifies yeah. his involvement in the Mafia. Right, but he doesn't, um, but yeah, he doesn't have that stepping up moment like Tony did, apparently, with Jackie when they held up that card game and years we, and years and, ago. And we heard that about uh, about Puss also and him during, during the unrest of 83. Right. I love that it's like capital U, unrest yeah, of 83. Yeah, I know. I, I like to imagine there's like a mafia history class somewhere that these guys have to take. Yeah, you know, exactly. With, like a, with special book that's just kind of like Ken Burns the mafia. <laughs> um, so they, uh, even though Christopher likes them, is nice to them for some strange reason. They right. they side with Richie because I don't even know why. I I mean, he's obviously more powerful, so that makes a difference. Well, and... you know what? Because I think that things are pretty harmonious right now with mm. with a lot of the family and this is a con this is a potential conflict they were hearing about the adriana christopher raising his hand to adriana well yeah just or, being an or, asshole yeah or just just you know um richie not liking chris right yeah and uh i mean this this interaction that they have with richie where they go to see him and like they're going to look at irox first of all which like cracks me up <laughs> i love that they're like they're like yo Sorry, I can't on Saturday. I'm going to look at IROX with a couple of friends. <laughs> God, of mine, that's so you know boring. I mean? It's so stupid. Uh, um, I mean, I'd drive an IROC maybe for like yeah, a week, why not? but it's like the dumbest car to like look for. It's like like that's what like yeah, I'm thinking about getting a Prius or maybe a Saturn or a Subaru, but kind of thinking about an IROC. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking of throwing it all away. Yeah, with an IROC. Why not? Exactly. Let me yeah. go look at them first for a full day. I got three grand. Yeah. You know. Um, anyways, so yeah, he's taking him to look at IROCs. Why do you need someone to take you to look at IROCs first of all? I don't it's know. not like they're not wedding dress shopping, right? But also, uh, the shit this this exchange that they have where Richie literally doesn't look at them the whole time. I know. Yeah, it's great. And he, the acting chops that he shows in that scene are pretty incredible. Richie David Proval, yeah, he yeah. was an acting coach for a while, actually. I mean, it makes sense because he's very good at like, he can, you could really his body language said so much because he's like kind of baiting them. He's like, yeah, five eight, two twenty five. Yeah, like it's like he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck what they're talking about. Yeah, it's great. Care. It's really great. Like, hey, if you ever have any like money to bring me, then. I guess I'll take it. Why yeah, not? I'll, yeah, I'll take it off your hands for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> I'll hold it for a little while. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but so they completely misinterpret all this shit, and like they're they're just stupid. They're the stupidest guys they maybe are. ever on the show, other than AJ. They're certainly up there with AJ. Certainly up there with Jackie and Jackie's friends, who are kind of the 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 old stupider. It's probably maybe stupider. Yeah. It's it, it's it was a bad choice. They if they had just stuck with it, 
And I mean, not that anyone should really stick with the mafia, but, uh, <laughs> you know, they were just more patient. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of true though. If they it really did, is though, they could have died as like old guys with some yeah. money in their pockets. I mean, chances are they never would have really run anything. Like I can't see either of them being promoted beyond what they were doing, right, but totally. they could have survived at the very least. Well, so. they probably would have turned into the guy that was taking them to look at IROX. Yeah, probably. <laughs> to be honest with you. Or just like take over it for Georgie at the Bing when, <laughs> when oh. he finally gets beat one too many times dude yeah, yeah. but if they did yeah if they were a little more patient basically if they knew how to play the game a little bit more you know like 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 uh carmella and richie are they they were playing the game carmella knows like you can't really get anywhere which is run like you know i she can't run into jones office and just like hold out a gun and be like write a letter for my daughter just like richie can't just like on, if this show were on cbs she probably would have done honestly that. it would be probably right yeah, yeah exactly and there'd be like a four episode standoff in joan's office and then somehow they would both survive and learn a little something you know just learn something about themselves yeah at the end. exactly and sofia vergara would come through at the end with a diet coke right so. <laughs> um but they don't understand that. That's they think yeah, like exactly. they could have easily just like schmoozed and played the political game a little bit more, like Carmela and Richie know how to do, and right, of course completely. like Tony knows how to do, obviously as well. Um, but they instead go right for this dumb, violent act that backfires immediately for Sean. <laughs> he doesn't uh, make it out of that car. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. Felt. There's that. I mean, so for oh, so can can we can we talk about the botched hit? I mean, yeah, I think that like. The mechanics of this hit are all wrong. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Um. I love how he goes. What's up? You know, yeah. like he's like, yo. He that. First of all, that's 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 the first mistake. Secondly, right. you don't try to cap someone and then get out of the car and run. Yeah. Like I don't understand because the thing is, they like Sean doesn't get shot before Matthew gets out of the car. Yeah, Matthew's out and running around and missing every bullet he shoots. It's like the worst, like, GTA Vice City player ever. Yeah. You know, like, you get into it with, like, the police in that game, and you, like, shoot at them a little bit from the car, and then you hit the wrong button, you're out of the car, and they yeah. fucking cap you. <laughs> like, that's, like, I feel like what happened I know. to him in this one. Like, they didn't plan it out. They were just like, just let's just do a drive-by and get out in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what so I mean? stupid. With no, like, permission from anyone either. But, but yeah, mostly, yeah, the simplest mechanics of that were dumb. Yeah, really dumb. And Getting like, caught by your mechanical seatbelt is just a... Uh, this guy's final line... In the episode, and I feel like this actor like deserves a fucking round of applause, right? Or an Emmy or two, because his final line in the whole series was "fucking seatbelt." <laughs> Here you go. That's just that's just how pointless it is, right there. This is really good writing, Ugh, is what that is. Hysterical. Because like he's trying to get out, and he like he, it dawns on him. He like takes a moment, and it dawns on him. He goes, "Oh." fucking seatbelt and then he gets <laughs> shot like right away immediately and that's it there's yeah. a great squishy sound effect to him getting shot in the head by the way just yeah. pay attention to that next time you watch it it's got a squishy head delightful <laughs> for yeah. sure um well so they they try and attack chris and like they successfully do i guess really. so what wait why do they do it well let's, i let's, think let's really break this down they're bored they want to make a move why chris why not Richie? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it made the most sense. They they felt like, like you said, they they heard that was a source of conflict, and that was something that they could like, you know, 
um, somehow used to ingratiate themselves to Richie if they were like, we took out this guy that you hate. They were trying to endear themselves to Richie Abreel. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I guess probably partly because Tony kind of rebuffed them in the bathroom in that one scene, that he just shakes them off and right, walks out right, of the bathroom. Right. They're, they look like total idiots. They look like jerk-offs now. <laughs> <laughs> they always look like jerk-offs. Um, but uh, I guess that's part of it. That's like a fuck you to Tony, and in their mind, do think? they? I do they think Richie's gonna take over? It is. It is weird. Like, why didn't they just go after somebody Tony didn't like? I don't but, know. I don't know because I think that they maybe they're trying to get noticed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, they. I guess they felt like they just had a better connection to Richie. They could like they could go to him, and he would know who he who they were. If they went to Tony, he'd be like, yeah. Well, Richie also sort of has the same kind of like short term thinking where he's like, I gotta shake it up in order to make it work out. Like he mm. he's showing in this episode that he's willing to try mm-hmm. to like stick things out. Yeah, just like his sister. But um, <laughs> but uh, he's uh. You know, in the end, what gets him is is that he can't he can't live with, you know, these uncomfortable things or feeling right. disrespected or not having things the way he wants. And like, yeah, I don't know though. It's it's such an interesting decision to have them try and kill Christopher. You know, I I well, I guess also he's not made, so maybe they felt in some way that would be. Oh yeah, you're probably you're probably right. So this is a made guy. Rich Richie's made for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he, well, he's a captain. He's definitely yeah, made. yeah, yeah. So um, Tony's made, I think. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure Tony's. Carmela's kind of made. Yeah, uh, but you know they're saying like basically, they've got this made guy saying, "Look, bro, like I hate this fucking dude." Yeah, and you know Richie doesn't tell them to do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, he kind of does, though. He goes, if there's ever anything you can do for me, let me know. I guess, yeah. I mean, Maybe not, it, maybe they're dumb enough to misinterpret that shit. Well, they, they definitely are, yeah. I mean, he didn't mean that in that way, but yeah, they are no, definitely. No, of course he didn't. Yeah. So maybe that's, yeah. Uh, you know, Matt comes comes begging to him, saying, like, you know, we're with you, you now. You, you gotta, gotta, you gotta hide me. You gotta hide like he's me. He's fucking Robin Hood or yeah. something. Oh, God. And he gets, he gets in there, and he says... Matthew Bevelock would drink water because <laughs> <laughs> like, no one knows what this guy's name is because he's a fucking moron. And right. then Richie chases him down the street with like half a baseball bat. I know it's missing like the the bottom part of it basically, right? It seems purely for intimidation. Yeah, not a practical weapon. Yeah, and then he throws it at him and he just like kind of stops and like fixes his hair or something. <laughs> like I love that move that he does. Yeah, like, it's really good. Um. Yeah, because there's not much he can do at that point. He knows he's fucked too. That's the thing. It's like he's worked all episodes to kind of like getting good with Tony. Not he's only is Tony a been fucking like, good job. Well, yeah, I mean, but not only has Tony, you know, rejected the jacket, but now it's also just like, oh Jesus, fuck! Like this is not going to be good. Obviously. Well, it's also a catalyst for us, like really hearing kind of straight from the the Richie's mouth mm-hmm. how he feels about Tony. Mm-hmm. He's, he calls him a two faced fuck. Mm-hmm. True. So we know that he's, you know, unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so we do end with uh, Sean is dead. Matt is going to be on the run for a little bit. Oh, boy. Just a little bit. And uh, Does he I d- die at the end of the next episode? Yeah. Oh, it's just one episode? That's it? Yeah. That's all it takes? See, because see, what's going to happen now is pussy's going to start. We're going to get pussy back. Exactly, yeah. That's uh, all of it's gonna kind of come together with the storyline in a way, which is which is kind of cool because I mean otherwise it's sort of like a thing that just happens and goes away. So it's 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 kind of exciting. Like before we know it, the fucking season is like 
like racing along and we're yeah. almost there you know it's yeah. amazing how all these little like these little seeds that were planted are kind of are kind of just all going to roar up and mm-hmm. and come together and try and kill Chris I would probably say and correct me if I'm wrong here that season 2 might have come into its own <laughs> in this episode. I was like, is he going to say that? No, he's not. I think so. I think that this is one of the first episodes of Sopranos. Mm-hmm. It is. In a sense. That's it. Just end the sentence there. <laughs> this is one of the first episodes of Sopranos. Right. No, but like in, in in the sense that you're saying, I think that this is like one of the first like real Sopranos episodes where it's like kind of triage. It's coming from all these different directions. Mm-hmm. Some people think everything's cool. Some people don't. And then there's just like a total fucking breakneck left turn disaster Mm -hmm. because like if this were fucking like some dumb ass show Mm -hmm. like if it was a lesser show if it was uh, yeah that's that's what i'm that's what i was trying to say this is a safe space and you can talk about if this was a lesser show like like an amc drama for example sure like uh i don't know mad men or, or I was I'm thinking, I was I was thinking Breaking Bad, okay. <laughs> but like basically like The Walking I, Dead, The Walking. Okay, let's we can agree on that. <laughs> Probably, um, yeah. I Robot, Mister Sure, Mister I Robot. <laughs> um, basically, no. I, I, those are actually all shows that we kind of like. We do. But, yeah. Um, we're not going to podcast them though. Like, no, no. Are, but no, no, no. Okay, good. No, um, don't, don't. So, uh. But what I was going to say was that, you know, so on Breaking on, Bad, on, on, on some shows, you know, I think that all the stuff that has been set in motion this mm-hmm. season would be like what we're what we're working with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, so there's the issue of Richie. There's the issue of Chrissy and Adriana not getting along. And mm-hmm. by the way, they get engaged this episode right, yeah. and they have some crazy ass sex. Apparently. And she pinches his nip. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, everybody loves that. Fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves that. Mm-hmm. Um. But what I was gonna say was like, yeah, these these would be the pieces for 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 the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Right. It would be like, let's see how Richie gets dealt with. Let's see how how this beansy thing, like right. the beansy thing, uh, it's kind is of kind it. of over. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I love that because now Chrissy got shot, and everybody's freaking out. And this not only solidifies Christopher as like someone who is a good candidate to get made, but it also kind of. Uh, uh, sucks Adriana in mm-hmm. much harder. Like if you look at where she was last episode versus where she's going to be at the beginning of the next episode. Yeah, that's true. Total night and day. Right. That's that's true. Very yeah. true. She's yeah, she's in it now too with Christopher. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, with her IBS. <laughs> <laughs> Starting now, she's just gonna have the big D for the rest of the series. Um, yeah, we didn't even really talk about uh, Tony and Melfi, and the, there's a little bit of the Eric Scatino thing coming back up again. Well, uh, we should mention that. I we mean, that, that's an important distinction that he makes because, mm-hmm. you know, he actually he basically was like he, he kind of pushed his daughter to eat shit a little bit from him. Yeah, and, and he's I, realizing it right. And I also kind of thought about that in in relation to the Carmela thing, where she's still kind of being very hands on and like, no, 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 I have to put her in this school. Right. Uh, whereas Tony's is taking the slightly more hands-off approach and being like, listen, like life is going to be a little, little scary. It is who, you know, it is kind of fucked up. It's not going to be fair. Like what college you get into quite level headed about all this. Uh, I mean, at, on some subconscious level, he's sort of, what do you think he would, what do you think he would say if he found out what Carmela was up to? If she was going over there being like, I want you to write the letter. I, I, he probably wouldn't say much. He would, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he would say too too much about it because you know. I mean. I mean they. I mean they sort of did it with the building ex- inspector in season five, mm-hmm. you know, or six or whatever. 
with the the spec house and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I think that he would think that uh I mean, he'd probably be sort of mad at first that cuz you know, it's kind of like bringing him into this weird thing in a way and, and right. maybe exposing them, I guess, but I right. I don't think he'd be too upset about it. I think he would just I think he'd be more just kind of like why are you getting involved in this and and then she needs to kind of do this on her own maybe. Completely. Although, I mean, he's he's certainly stepped in for his daughter a bunch of times as well, so it's it's hard to say. Yeah. All bets are off when it comes to daughters, okay? That's uh the thing that he says eventually. Oh, when does he say that? At Johnny Sykes' daughter's wedding, at Allegra's wedding. Uh, the fuck's that got to do with cold? <laughs> um, so, but I mean, this exchange with Melfi is important though because I feel like it's. I mean, they're back in sort of an equilibrium mm-hmm. where, like, I mean, it's a. Do you ever think, like, in doing this podcast, I've kind of realized that seasons that I really thought were about things, just like there's so little of them sometimes. Like, you you realize how many episodes it's been since we've talked about Livia? I know. Like, it's I been know. a while with that. Pussy, um, pussy, Davies Catino, like Davies Catino, uh, Melfi. Melfi yeah. hasn't been around all that much. Yeah, and, like, she's really not. I think about the first two seasons of Sopranos, and I'm like, Livia, Pussy, Melfi. Like, yeah, that's you know it. what I mean. Yeah. Like, but it's not. Yeah, they they do a, a great, like almost like random job of like dropping these stories in and out, and it, it keeps you on your toes for sure. It's it's yeah. you know, um, keeps my dick on its, it's toes. Really, <laughs> it just keeps coming into its own over it just and over. Keeps again. over and over. But no, I think that this is really like, I think that the Sopranos balls dropped in this this mm-hmm. episode because this is like, and, and I I mean that very seriously. Yeah, I'm not fucking joking here. Yeah internet um so (laughs) but what i mean is that like it's it's one of those things where there's all this shit that's set up and then it's just all sideswiped by something that no one could have predicted but that's very human yeah for sure and i think that's an important component of the way that the sopranos plot plays out big time i think that we'll we'll get to it of course but i would love to bring that back up again you want to just go over season six right now (laughs) no no no. i I would actually love to get back to that when we get to the second to last episode of this season there's a murder that happens in that that i've actually i've had debates with some friends about um a certain murder that happens that they felt was too out of left field it involves a, a major character from this episode and also tony's sister um Oh come on! We all know what happens. I mean, just in case, I don't know. Who knows? I, I spoilers are Tony scary. murders Janice. Tony finally kills his sister Janice. <laughs> Actually, uh, they kill Barbara together. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's why we rarely see her, and they had to switch right. actresses. They hire an actress to be Barbara forever. Yeah, Tony in the show hires an actress to come to the yeah. yeah. Um, but they will do something very out of left field at, at the end of this uh, season, and I I, yeah. I I I agree. Like I feel like that becomes a, like a hallmark of the show, where it's kind of like when yeah. they when you think they're going to do one thing, they do the complete opposite in a weird way but somehow still ends up making or, sense or it often has nothing to do with like i mean or that that, that, that is sort of the opposite but this like this whole thing with sean jizzy and 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 chris <laughs> like all that shit it's just like i just couldn't believe that that happened like yeah. you're seeing it play out and it makes sense when you watch these guys you know like it, it, we 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 pay a lot of attention to what's happening on the side in this show we do yeah and that's interesting that's not always the case you know what i mean yeah. like like in a breaking bad it's like they're mexican drug dealers and that's what they care about you right. know what i mean but like we don't hear about how you know the mexican drug dealer has been like a doormat his whole right. life you, <laughs> right, you know right, what i mean right right um yeah very true very true and uh and and not a lot of even tony in this episode actually which is kind of interesting it really this season they did they did have a lot of fun playing with like all their their side pieces yeah and i think yeah exactly (laughs) and i really think that it's gonna it 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 sets up 
later seasons in the show as mm. well as the end of this season. Yeah. Of this show. Yeah, agreed. That's why. That's why I was saying. Like, I, it's. I don't feel like this episode's too thematic, but it definitely uh, puts a lot of pieces pieces in in play for the final stretch of episodes. Um, I feel like that's it. We're probably missing something because we always do. Well, we didn't talk about homie shanked me with a butter knife. No, we did not. Up in the club. We were up in the club. Um, we'll be back. <laughs> we hope we'll be back next no, week. No, we'll be back. We'll be next back week. next week. Stop it. Um, we of course once again do appreciate. I'm gonna everyone put together a super us, cut though. of you defending us and, and like begging <laughs> for apologies. We do this for free. And we're the best there is, goddammit. That's true. We're the only there is, actually. We're, we're, so, the, Donald, um, we're the Donald Trumps of podcasting. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll end uh, on just saying that, can you imagine doing this every single day for the next 50 years or for the rest of your life? Yeah, that's. I want to get. I want to be a made podcaster. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I really identified with that scene because every time we start doing a podcast, I like have to shit. You do have really to shit bad. every time. <laughs> like, I'm is, always pooping. It's so strange. The whole time in a litter box too, <laughs> which is one of the reasons I call you big pussy. Okay. All uh, right, the adrenaline. All right, so we'll be back next week to talk about from where to eternity. We're gonna meet some ghosts with Paulie Walnuts and uh, go to an Irish bar with Christopher Maltesanti. We, yeah, lots of good shit's gonna happen. We're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna finish this fucking season. We are. Life is going to go on. It is. Springtime's coming. Snow's gonna melt. It's gonna be nice. Go fuck yourself. Hey, no, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Follow us on Twitter first, then go fuck yourself. And also subscribe on iTunes and then go fuck yourself. You will listen to no fucking CD. Find us on SoundCloud. All right, bye. Bye. Why you chillin' for the summer, homie? Jump in your car. Jumpin' out the stretch, hummer running. Jump in your car. Fly ladies from wall to wall. Jump in your car. With my feet, I'm baiting all of y'all. Jump in your car. Can a player spin his double line? Jump in your car. Before she shake me with a butter knife. Jump in your car.